Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of the Earth School, where we're diving into the energies that are present for the coming week ahead. Um, so Bibi, welcome, my dear, as always, to our little gathering. Hi, Rosalind. How how have you been this last week or like the themes that we were discussing in last week's podcast? How have you seen them maybe be revealed to you and even maybe even knitting into this week as well? Because I kind of feel like it's never just a dead end from one week to the next. It's kind of like the pattern keeps being knitted together throughout it. Like, So I'd love to hear from you how just how you've been seeing it or experiencing it. <laughs> yeah, it was literally a, an, an energetic mix between sort of like what has been building last week and then into what we're going today. So it's been a week of both this um, Piscean quality that we talked about so much last week of, you know, of dreaming and not being, not having clarity on where we're going and being okay with being in that. And at the same time, sort of, there were like a lot of decisions that kind of were made this week um, that sort of lead into into this week's um, sort of qualities already so you could feel them coming up. So just things have come to to an end or to a beginning and where just the decision was like really, really clear. Um, and it's just like in preparation for this this call, looking back, I was like, oh yeah, I could see those those energies coming, coming, coming in already. Yeah. What about you? How has your last week been? For me, it's sort of showing up more sort of the, I've seen more of a going quality actually, sort of the mm. routines, the habits and all there, like things that I've tried to sort of implement in a certain way, just slot it in very easily. Long may it continue. <laughs> but also I feel a shift energetically, like a, like a lighter, mm. sort of a lighter energy, like, you know, just yeah. that real, and that could be part of like a shift into Gemini where it's like that heaviness or that real like sluggishness nearly. Newlick is beginning to lift and it's like you can begin to taste the lighter, the lighter air almost like, do you know, like, so there's yeah. like, you feel that like, ooh, like there's potential. I might not have, like, not be able to really grasp anything, but you can feel like, oh, like things have opened up in a sense, even though you might not be able to go, it's this way or it's that I need to do or have any real sense of clarity. But to me, it's always more important about how that feeling is like nearly as well, like, because once I begin to feel that, that allows more of those aspects to come in as well. Like, Yeah, 100%. Like that lightness, I felt that as well in the body. Yeah. Um, just how you, I think it's, it's, it's so interesting to watch and observe how those qualities play out, you know, sometimes on the outside, sometimes on the inside. Um, but there is definitely that sort of what we might associate with like the awakening of spring, you know, the where you see like little greens everywhere popping up and it's mm -hmm. it's not linear they're coming up everywhere but there is like there is this this enlivenedness right as like you can see life force coming in yeah. in its different ways again yeah mm, definitely like it's like i was out walking and i seen it and i posted in a group i'm with like training um and you could just see the buds and little just little small amounts of new growth in the trees like but it just reminded me, like, if we're looking for the big things, we miss those little subtle shifts and those little su subtle changes or how that makes us feel when we see just the little 
small small buds growing on the edges of the trees and all there like sometimes we're always looking for the flowers but I could see it on loads of trees in my walks like it was like if we dismiss that or miss that or think well that's not big enough or not quick enough then we're missing a massive part of the the growth cycle or that how that feeds us into keep moving forward and keep continuing as well Mm, yeah I felt in my practice my my physical and my yoga practice as well like this idea of you know where you can almost feel your cells buzzing again with life force mm-hmm. and that connectivity so it's not so much about like the big outer shapes but just how we are in our bodies and just to not miss that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah especially after sort of the longish winter just from chatting to people and all there too that sort of trickily whole feeling I think when you begin to taste that it's just like just enjoy it <laughs> Just really mm-hmm. enjoy it. Like, and don't even feel the need to try and do anything with it immediately. Like, you know, but mm-hmm. just let that seep through. Like, it's so nice. Like, you're just like, oh, it's like drinking fresh water. <laughs> yeah, completely. And it sort of leads us into sort of that first astrological sort of timing that, that's coming up here on the, on the fifth uh, this month where Mercury conjuncts Jupiter. So these. What it really means, Jupiter, is so much about the kind of growth that we all enjoy. <laughs> you know, that's sort of the light work, the saying yes to life. It's it's that time leading up uh, before Christmas when we say, you know, apart from last year, <laughs> where we say yes to every party and, you know, yes to seeing friends. And, and, and so Jupiter has this very spring-like quality where we don't edit ourselves just so much but we really go with our heart hearts longing right so that quality and I think I don't know if you felt that as well um coming in just a little bit and like I definitely noticed it in in like you said as well in in nature uh the little growth but then also these small possibilities that pop up in my head as an idea so I was like oh this this is where things could go in terms of growth and excitement and also in these times of in terms of uh, feeling feeling growth and, and physical expansion as well mm. you're like oh I really feel I need to get outside the house so it's kind of like the gates opening yeah Do you know like it's kind of like you know we chat about this in previous episodes where you can feel like mm. sort of things energetically or just the world seems so much smaller and just and you can just feel like this you know the like you're really allowing a big in-breath to come in, like to nearly expand the life force, even as you're exhaling for the energy just to expand. Do you know, like, and it's a, just, I love the Jupiter energy where you just feel like this, oh, the everything is sort of getting, not bigger as and bigger, but more expansive. Like everything's stretching out a little bit. Like, you know, like I'm allowing, as you said, you're allowing ideas to come in, you're allowing things, possibilities, you're opening up. Your mindset's opening up more, I think, like that way, like just asking how you see things or what you think is possible and what's the potential in things as well. Like, mm. And even like your mindset is just so much ties in because it plays out in the energies of Aquarius, which is governing, you know, it's it's air, fixed air, which is governing our thinking, our breathing, our you know our our speech as well and then with mercury in there so there's like this element about communication conversation Mm -hmm. right this exchange in a way maybe with others about figuring out what is it that we want in terms of growth so even if we can't physically move into that growth just yet but it's like having conversation with friends and chatting wouldn't it be great and what if and that's a way of also like stretching our mind again and getting Mm -hmm. ready for an expansion yeah yeah it's it's like allowing yourself that opportunity to sort of consider them like do you know like so how often do we have ideas that we just dismiss straight away like do you know like and they could have so much beauty in them because maybe we think they're not big enough but they're exactly what we need and they have a life of their own like you know so it's really that part 
where we're either writing it down or sharing it with other people or communicating it to ourselves in some form that we're really allowing ourselves to play with it and to see you know what she said what, what if I did follow this here like or what if I chose this way of being or what if I chose to do this in my morning or what if I chose to interact with my partner this way or whatever it might be like but you're allowing sort of a different aspect to come in like you know because mm. it's so important I think when we have this space where everything's sort of open and we're feeling that spring sort of real spring sort of energy starting to come in um, around us even if we don't feel it inside that we let it come into our inside like do you know, like, because a lot of people are still quite heavy and like just heavy, like there's just heavy energy around, like, which is just part of life as well. Like, but we can also not to, you know, just put on the happy face, but to use that energy then to allow inspiration to come in. Like, so I can, I can work with both. Like I can be in a space of not having a clue who I am and what I'm doing, but I can also be in a space of playing with, well, and if I don't know who I am, then. Mm-hmm. Or if I don't know what I'm going to do, if I consider, you know, what am I here for? Or what, what am I longing to do? What's, you know, in me that's looking to come out maybe for the last two years, five years, 30 years? You know, can I play with that and see, mm. you know, sort of allow, in a sense, the look of Jupiter to help me with the dreaming of that there, the accessing of that? Mm. Yeah, I love that that interplay because Jupiter, in a way, brings that that you know the adventure, the, the in a way the where we go and for for the long haul or the midterm at least. And then Mercury has this this quickness in its energy, right? It whisks things up, and that's why it goes retrograde so many times throughout <laughs> the year. And there is a a, a light footedness to me, like a, a, um, for me about about Mercury. And so Mercury is then you know all the the things that you also perceive right in your immediate environment and so there's there's a conversation between you know um that sort of midterm plan or this idea of where to expand and then at the same time um you know how do I communicate with the people around me how do I communicate I mean communication is not just a the verbal Mm -hmm. communication but energetic communication the receiving and the giving with the people around in my household you know, there can be just a little bit of a, a of a quickening and a, you were saying, lightheartedness as well to it. And to, you know, if you want to, like the energies are supporting us to like welcome that in. Yeah. Almost considering like, you know, what needs to happen now? Like, do you know, like really just, uh, and just for this moment, do you know, like what allows me to be in this space of openness, of receiving, of curiosity until I sort of just that to play and let go of it having to be something like I think sometimes we're too quick to anchor things down like I think there's times and energies for that but I feel at the moment it's more your sort of my little auditor head coming in like but you know you're separating things out like do you know like that way but sort of also just sort of being able to hold within all of that there the excitement or the optimism for the future at the same time like mm-hmm. do you know that even though we may think like well sure why would I bother doing this when we're in this kind of environment or when this is happening in the world that we go but why not like yeah because it plays a part and part like yeah and I think part of us are you know also at this stage where we're just like so full of information you know we've taken so many courses and we do courses two-thirds through and then we go thank god there's a recording for that <laughs> i was gonna get to that when i get to that mm-hmm. but i think there is also something about mercury is is, is also like how do i integrate you know how mm-hmm. do i perceive things how do things land with me so there's an invitation of you know for some of us it means like yeah light light-footedness and 
opening up to new things but for some of us it means also maybe just having the conviction and pressing the pause button if if you need more time for integration so it can play out in in, in different different ways you know when when stuff starts to weigh down too much it can also be there's just too much coming in and so that's this this Jupiter Mercury kind of thing because Jupiter just wants more and more and more and it's beautiful but mm. I also on like on a, on a lower vibration or out of alignment or if you're not paying attention to it, it can like this indulgence can just make, you know, make us feel like heavy. It's like when you eat too much after a while, it just like weighs down. And so there is that, that conversation between um, which way, what what is it? That, I think it's a very individual energy that's coming together that we all perceive in a different way. For some of us, it will be, okay, let's open up to a couple of new things. And for a lot of us, it will be like, let's just press pause and integrate what we have mm, which is so important like to yeah. take that space like but like I love the way you just sort of explained you know because like we chat about some of the, the signs not there only like in a lot of life only in their beautiful aspects like sort of thing like but they all have the shadow side off it like that way like so if we're always only looking for expansion that way like then it's also about like you know what part of me is driving that there like what part of me maybe thinks I'm not enough that I need to do 3,000 zoom classes like you know or 3,000 courses you know what is that trying to fill in me like that way but it's it is it's important to take that space to digest like because that gives us our own expression of the things then like you know like if you think of mercury is that communication the sharing the expression like so then it's like if I allow myself space to integrate to take it to digest it through my own system through my own living through my own choices my beliefs then I get to share it from a very different space versus mm. just a regurgitation like yeah and I think that's a really important aspect because just to recap on on sort of the the bigger energies that are that that we've been held in it is that uranus saturn square that keeps popping up throughout this year so these these questions of authenticity who am i really you know and and breaking out of shapes and forms that we've outgrown um or that we see outside of we like mm -hmm. pull our energy away from because like that's not suited anymore to our, to our growth so having all of that in the backdrop I think that's to see Mercury and Jupiter in that way it's like stepping more and more into that individual um I suppose um yeah authenticity and 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 giving more weight to what it is that you really need in this in this moment because sometimes more more is really more and sometimes more is not more because it literally if there's so much too much to digest it weighs down the light right it's like that there, there's there's so much there because becomes like a, a wall between you and the world around you and you can also add i think at times to this should you know i should be doing this i should be already there and so there is really the invitation to go with great courage and you know trusting yourself and also in a way guilt-free through all the things that have been piling up and go mm. that, that can just move on that doesn't need to land yeah yeah giving yourself that space to choose really what's in alignment for you at that moment like or aligning to sort of the you think of Jupiter expansion even the bigger picture like do you know because I think oh this is all the little things I need to be doing but if I pull myself back I might realize actually this is a time for the integration the pause and or it's a time for action or it's a time for actually letting go of certain roles and teachers and ways of doing things and finding my own way like because to me, one of the sort of the way I look at some of the bigger energies running through is that we're really claiming who we are as individuals mm -hmm. in the collective. 
that way like do you know like so we're going to have to peel away some of those parts of us that are deeply attached to either learning learning a lot or you know doing things certain ways but like learning how to say it sort of expressing more so who you really are at your core like your expression of yourself like Mm. that is innate to you and only you like oh completely and isn't that's how we you know how we teach each other without having to be in an official teacher function it's it's like how is your perception of your authenticity of who you actually are now how is that speaking through all the different layers to the people that are surrounding you and and then also where can you see that in the people around you i mean there's so many people doing like really deep growth and work Mm. and and can you see those shifts in, in your friends and, you know, maybe even your family, you know, um, and then see what speaks through through there and how is that affecting you? So the teachers in a way as well is is, is everywhere, you know, mm. whether they show up in, in, in a Jupiterian form of like, you know, hugging you and supporting you and cheering you on or whether to show up in in the Saturnian quality of you know as a lesson or as a mm-hmm. as a as something that's a little bit more challenging but either way like to me what's been coming back in in my mind over this past week really was this idea that you know how we relate to other people and what we expect of other people and how much we expect of other people to make us happy or to fit into a certain form so that we're okay with that and I think this this goes into that development of well sometimes somebody has to stand in their authenticity and when they're standing in their authenticity it 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 will trigger us or it will we won't like it we may prefer the previous version of that person and to to release others in that way mm. that way too so how can we stay in connection in relationship in respectful relationship with one another um as things shifts and it might just mean like we don't hang out quite that much but it can still be respectful to the other person so allowing others to go through that as well i think is really really important mm. it's letting everybody um so when you're saying that there like what springs to mind is you know like the sort of the the guru or the person that we sort of totally adore and put on top of the pedestal that when the veil drops and we see that they're human like do you know like that to me i'm just like going but nobody's going to live absolutely perfectly like unless they're locked in a room on their own sort of thing like and even then possibly not you know like so it is so important that if we're grow like sometimes we're somebody said to me this week you know like but I thought everybody would be grown at this time and I'm like no why would they I go because we have choice at the end of the day like I go so now you're being invited possibly to allow them just to be who they are without trying to change them like and she's like but she goes, but all, all the things she's reading are telling me that everybody's changed. And I'm like, that's not how it works. Like, you know, it would be great if it was like, you know, we'd shove everybody in the changing chamber and they'd all come out different, including ourselves. But like, it is really respecting that each person is their own individual self. Like, and it's nice when we're changing a scrum because we're expecting other people to accept us as we are. But when other people around us are doing it, that's a training ground then, like. You know, to really allow ourselves then to go, okay, so my place within that relationship or within that dynamic is shifting and I didn't choose it. So then can, how can I come to peace with it or how can I have compassion for that? And what do I need to allow myself either to stay in it or to remove myself from it? Mm, yeah, I love that. And what just came to mind there when you were saying that is how do we even judge how someone else's growth needs to look like like would we really catch the growth that's going Mm. on because so much we just see out of actions we say what people 
we see what people say, what they do, but maybe that person grows internally of the ability to hold a greater threshold of, of like their emotional capacity, mm-hmm. maybe starting to feel something on the inside that may not ripple into their actions just yet. So, and also growth can go in different directions. Why does somebody else need to, you know, I think that's really important because, you know, as an objective outsider, we can see maybe where we would like that mm-hmm. other person to grow that's into. That's it, exactly. And so we're like, okay, this would be this would be fabulous if that person <laughs> could just... And then if you dig a little bit deeper, it's actually based on our own needs, you know? Yeah. So I think we all are incredibly unique. And I think we all have personal timelines and, and totally. different ways of growing. And we don't always see it. And, and also, if you remember back our own growth, like it, a lot of the times... <laughs> you know, it, it takes a few rounds until the penny drops, you know, it's that the straw that broke the camel's back. And I think to be, to be, in a way, can we have reverence to that, to our own experience in that as well? It's like, okay, I had to revisit that particular relationship with different people <laughs> several times. And now I get it. And how do we know in someone else, whether that's, you know, that person is like in round five out of seven, nearly there, understanding something, but just not ready to make a shift or a change and so I think that judgment is really something if we can kind of lay low with that at the moment and just instead investigate well why am I so disappointed that a person develops in this way or not in that other way I think that gives us way more room to grow for ourselves yeah definitely like it's a reflection for ourselves oh, well, like because I knew, like when they were sharing I was just like yeah yeah so then what would that give you like you know it was all like peace calm you know that, that everybody's a better world like we can still have that like but you might not just get it from those that you want it from like Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah and so in a way this when we're talking about growth because there's just so many different ways of you know growing but this stretching to me so much about distributing qualities about stretching as well beyond the boundaries that we see and i think that sort of quality comes up this week as well there is like uh, on on the 11th sun and neptune are conjoined so they're beside each other they're sitting right in the same language and the same energy of, of pisces and so when when the sun connects with something that like if you think of sun is like the light the visibility mm-hmm. so there's an opportunity here that where parts of us become visible to ourselves and maybe to others that have maybe a little bit more depth um i think there is there's an invitation to see that in ourselves and in others, you know, where the growth might not be, as we said, in an action, but how do we see the other person? Do we just see that person as an accumulation of their of their actions and the words that they say? Or do we see, you know, on a soul level who that person is? And can we see that in ourselves as well? And so I think that is really helpful with that context so we can dislike actions, but we can still this idea of love the person and isn't that so often with 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 family members you know because we kind of caught in that bond with family mm-hmm. when we can't quite get away so we're like we love them dearly mm-hmm. but we do really don't agree with like how they act in any and i'm sure they feel the same with us as well but to have that capacity of like love and uh, an acceptance and yet at the same time being okay and finding ways and verbalizing when you're just not okay with something how it manifests in this physical world so i think there is there's an invitation to understand ourselves and others on a deeper level as well what do you feel about that mm. sort of quality so the, when i sort of think of like neptune and the sun and neptune sort of that energy that that could present to me would be sort of the the sensitivity to everything that's around us as well like you know if I, I, to me neptune would be 
sort of that kind of dreamy energy, but it's like pure energy, like that. You know, so to me, it's like the sensitivity to energy, and if it's a, if it's a sun, it's the life force then, like. So it's becoming more aware of how all these energies are meeting me, how I'm meeting them, where maybe possibly I'm too not. No, I'm not going to use the word too sensitive. Where where I'm sensitive to it, where it's like as I called hitting your little piece of your kink in your armor that way. Like, but noticing you know what really maybe in, when I'm inspired, how is my life force? How is my energy body? Like, you know, how's my mind, my physicality when I'm feeling in certain situations or ways of thinking never mind it's not always other people it's their own ways of thinking and interacting that sometimes drain our energy of noticing that there like because like we've like that the simplest saying you know like follow your joy and I know that like it's such it's lovely in so many ways and then it's so toxic in so many other ways like in a sense but to me it's like you know when we're in certain spaces we can really tune into how am I in this space? And it doesn't mean I have to remove myself or cut myself off from friends, families or things that way. But I'm getting to see how it interacts with me and what may be going on behind that there. But I think it's a really nice space if we're sort of looking at you know, Jupiter, Sun, Neptune and all there like, to really tap into where do I feel that opening? Like, where do I get, like if you think of dreams, where do I get lost in the day? Like not from absent-mindedness, but as in, I get lost in that time when I look at the clock and I'm like, oh my God, like three hours have passed and I've just been doing, you know, X, Y, Z, writing or out walking or drawing, painting, whatever it is. Like, you know, you could be making little mechanical people or something like, do you know, but noticing, you could be sitting with your children, like, do you know, but noticing where it gets lost. Yeah, and I think the judgment around that as well, just in that last piece, you know, we go, oh my God, what was doing? What were they doing the last three hours? You know, and, and, and how we value the time of not doing something like, what is it, what has it given you, you know, the daydreaming or the journaling? And I think that's also an invitation of maybe moving out of our busyness just a little bit. And, you know, generally with so much Pisces, there can be where an energy with a physical mm. body just feels a little tired. <laughs> where we just you know it's that spring tiredness as well on one hand you have energy rising on the other hand you know the body is just like just sleep just mm-hmm. <laughs> let me sleep longer and go to bed earlier and and so there there is something in there of like how to me it's also an invitation I mean any day of the year really is that but to have to do healthy house cleaning energetical house cleaning and be a really aware of you know when we especially if you live in a household with a lot of people where can you maybe pull away from everyone every once in a while so you're in your own space Mm -hmm. and you get to you know clean that you know whether it's reiki practices meditation breath work uh, physical asana practice but just pull out so you there's always an invitation to feel what's neutral like what's me in a neutral situation Mm -hmm. not vamped up not affected by the world around and I think drawing a little bit more awareness to that because having that awareness of who am I in that way as an invitation to understanding what's my neutral place what's my ground of being in a way and 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 really sensing that in the body as well so then when I interact with others I can easier feel when I'm being pulled off center um so yeah so that that like making some time stepping back a little bit uh engaging in those practices and and just notice when you want to fill every minute of the day with productivity um, and how you relate to those qualities of, yeah, just, just hang in for a while. You know, this, this, these phone calls where you just, 
on the phone with friends for hours and you go like how did those like last how did the last hour and a half even just happen but it's like okay I didn't get to do all those things yet but how did it make you feel as a result you know as a sense of being home in yourself the laughter the joy and even the crying together you know all of those has that kind of helped you to feel more like yourself again in a way refreshed so I think there's a big invitation around all of those mm. qualities and the, the first place of that is for most people asking themselves do I feel in myself like you know do I how do I how can I arrive at that place through however I my practices or whatever way works for me like that way because if you think nervous systems are heightened most of the time anyway pre-covid and even more so during it that way like so and I, I think the best place, sometimes the, the nice place to find that is just lying in bed and seeing like mm-hmm. how, how how does my system feel like do I, am I buzzing is my mind jutting here or there everywhere am I still carrying all of the day or the week or the month you know like you can really get a sense of where you're at and in, in yourself like so you do which is I think so important like especially if we're chatting like about the really getting in tune with what we want and how we want the world to be and how we want what systems ways of beings that we want to create and bring in I can only know them if I, not only, I think I might, for me it would be like I can get a stronger sense of them when I know more of my internal being, like, so I don't hop Mm. on what I think somebody else thinks is a good idea for the way forward. That's really true Mm. to me, like, because I think if we're pulling down structures and walls, I want to make sure the ones I put up this time will work for me (laughs) and for everybody else. That way, like, but come from a really sort of centered place, like, or come from an understanding of maybe why those other ones were there for me. Why did I work so much? What what drove that there? What was behind that? You know, like, was it a need to people please? Was it a need to feel validated? Was it just, I, I don't even realize I was until I stopped, like, you know, like, or what prevents me from having pauses in my day just to soak up the beauty of life, like? what prevents me from just sitting in the mystery of life without having a balls notion excuse my language where I'm going do you know like what can I can I allow that like I think there's such important parts of life like Mm. allowing ourselves just to be in the emptiness sometimes Mm. I'm away off in a ramble there but (laughs) that is beautiful I think where 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 I would see that is you know we have all these layers to us. We have the physical body, we have emotional household, our, our psychological, our spiritual, the energetics of it all. And and when we put up structures or make decisions from from a place where those layers are fragmented and aren't communicating with one another, we might put up structures from a fear that we're not even aware of, you know, or there might be something that we you know our brain went like you know yes you know to do or lists where we go this is pro this is con and I make a decision based just from from my mind and so the decision I take is then serving the the layer of the mind but not necessarily all the other layers and so so much of our time I think definitely in the lead up to it in this frantic world the lead up to this um pandemic we were all so busy and what i've seen in teaching teaching yoga is like you can see it in people like arriving at a yoga class it literally took 20 minutes at least for everyone to sort of like be there in all of their layers um and so the invitation is how can we create a life that doesn't have us constantly 
um, so fragmented and feeling out of ourselves, you know. And so I think these times now are really an opportunity to to let those layers integrate. And I think those those moments that you described, the daydreaming or the yoga nidra, or you can also a physical yoga practice, but a physical yoga practice that might not have a certain outcome in your mind. You know, we need to stretch or strengthen that. And, and that's a beautiful aspect of a practice as well. But this sort of physical practice that lets you get lost in yourself, I think is a beautiful way of aligning all of those layers as well. And then spending enough time afterwards in Shavasana or meditation where it's just like, it all can settle and I just and I think this is the invitation to allow those layers to come together so that when we make decisions when we create those new structures going forward they come from a place of integration of wholesomeness mm. so they serve more of who we are not just uh, one aspect of us and what I what I found is that when we make decisions from that place of wholesomeness it usually resonates with other people as well better so either they go like oh my god yes I'm so on board with this this is, feels really great or somebody then very clearly goes like this is a great idea but it doesn't resonate with me at all um, and there is no disrespect between the people in that way there can be an, a very honorable you know disagreement mm -hmm. and you part ways but it doesn't have to be hard and painful in necessarily in all ways so I find coming from a place and living life from a place where all those layers are integrated there is more vibrancy and life force can kind of penetrate through all of those layers um and it like your inner life force and it's like can reach the surface and through the surface out into the world around you and we we know that because people can see that we can see that when someone's on fire like not just hyped up but actually where they're speaking from a soul level or where they're so passionate about something in their life you can see it radiates out but then the other thing happen what happens is when we align with all those layers we're also more receptive we can actually let the beauty of life come through all of those layers and really kiss us in our most inner aspects and so it's it's both it's it's joy giving but it's also joy receiving and I think when I sort of look back to pre-pandemic times I'm not sure collectively how good we were in receiving you know I think there was a lot of doing and giving that was disjointed but the receiving wasn't really there and so now being in these energies that all support the beingness there is that invitation of like, let's just try this on, how this feel, how how can I be in that place, you know, and and see what can I create from that place maybe down the road. Mm. I was chatting to someone about receiving recently, like, um, you know, and they were saying, I find it so hard to receive. And I was like, that's just that's so common, like just across the board, like that way, because we're taught straight away to give do you know, like from when we were little, like give your sister your toy because she's crying. Like, you know, we're taught very, very quickly, you know, to, to give. Like, we're not really taught how to receive, like, or to receive. The trusting that in the giving, the receiving will come in some form or another. Like, and I don't give to receive, but that there's that everlasting cycle of it. Like, because it's a real space of trust and openness as well, I think. Like, do you know, like, so we're allowing our bodies to go into spaces at the moment of exploring what does that feel like energetically like in my physical body what does it feel like in my mental body emotionally it might feel oh it's a little bit weird or oh I don't know can can I really lean into that there like you know like so it's like you're allowing yourself to play with what you want to experience in life like mm. I think there's a also a difference between receiving and being bombarded with you know information or um stimuli i'm i'm mm. just thinking of 
um, came across someone's uh, post the other day on social media um, and he spoke about not giving in to necessarily the you know it's like I will not ask you to turn on notification and he had a really good piece around it you know this idea of um, being constantly notified and constantly mm. having things on our phone and um, a couple of friends you know I've noticed it lately when when somebody takes two or three days to get back they always like start I'm so sorry with not having been back to you sooner and I'm like I didn't expect that you know and um just to think about how how often we're being bombarded with messages with invitations with shots in that way that we don't even get to be in our beingness so i think the aspect of being really able to receive deeply has so much to do with the quality of boundaries um that that we have you know where we are okay to maybe not turn on notification even though we're part of it at a training that you know wants us to be mm. in touch and having the latest updates and for some of us that works really really well but I definitely for myself I know um, there are certain pockets when I'm getting bombarded that my ability to just receive the mm. things that truly matter to me has been diminished that comes and back, so I think yeah. sorry yeah. go on so no, no, I just think it's 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 that reflection of what is high quality mm. input and that can also be sometimes discomforting <laughs> like as in you know someone telling you their true opinion and you go like okay I'm just receiving that now <laughs> you know it's it's not always like it's not selecting the pink and fluffy away from from the more difficult aspects but it's like I just think of, of high vibration of high quality is it like a criticism um that I need to and want to hear and can I be open to that and is it like something that really is teaching me in a beautiful and lighthearted way as well can I let those things in and what do I need to keep out so that there is really my attention isn't drawn into too many places and I can receive mm. that what comes in with more of my presence it comes back to the sensitivity that we're chatting about like do you know like so yeah because like I don't have any notifications on my phone whatsoever I took off all the apps that could even distract me like because to me it's just like it's lovely and it's great but then depending on how you're made up and all there like it's a constant distraction it's pulling your energy <clears throat> you could be focusing on bringing in something and then you go and answer a notification and can take you like three hours six days to get back into that space again like or you might not even get back into that space like so it's like how am I being affected by the thoughts or even the feelings that I'm receiving through all those spaces too like that way because if we're trying to bring things in or we're trying to get clear on what we want and what we value and what's important to us then all those spaces are brilliant and they're they are so purposeful but it's to interact with them in a way that really feeds you like and not feeds the head or the fear of missing out but as it inspires me like you know oh I follow this person because I really feel you know like they speak my language or they inspire me to think differently or they challenge how I think versus well because everybody else is doing it and because it's not you know not what you're meant to do like so to me it's like that awareness of my sensitivity like because we're all sensitive people like do you know like we're mm. all picking up on things around us whether we're aware of it or not like so then it can be something that feeds me or can be something that drains me and that depends too possibly on the days or how I'm feeling and what's going on for me as a, on my individual life as well like because you need space to empty it out like yeah and I think when you said that sensitivity is when we're under 
bombardment or threat our sensitivity just decreases it's like you know when the volume of, of, of a piece of music fully turned on and sometimes that can be beautiful but there's a lot of things you don't hear and so if you turn down the noise just slightly and notice what else are you hearing and turn it down again a little bit and like it's a, it's a beautiful actually practice mm. uh, and you can do the same with the light I think the light as well because some of us like we work so much with our eyes it's like notice what you see in a room and full light is and then if you have a dimmer switch just turn it down a little bit what are you not seeing but then stay in that room and what else is sort of popping up after a while our eyes have gotten used to it so we're we're sensitizing ourselves again like i think so much of of before we went into this pandemic had to do with desensitization across across the board from our taste spots to visually the images to how much our system needs to process all of the time and i think as we're as we're going into this development where there's so much technological advancement, which in itself is neutral, it really is just, it's not good or bad, it's just how do we deal with it all? I think now we have an, an opportunity to really um, refine and, and, and look at how, how are we using all of those opportunities, you know? Um, how can I stay connected and when is connectivity and overwhelm to me? So when is it taken down my sensitivity? And I think, this interplay this is like zooming in and zooming out is like it's it, it can be really fun because you kind of go into these pockets of quietness and you hear and you sense things and then you go back out into the world and you're like how much can you keep of that sensitivity as we're going forward mm-hmm. and so i think collectively we're just learning to floss out all the things that are just noise you know that's just the, the mind-numbing noise that doesn't give any of us anything and it just happens to be almost like a, as a as a side effect of how we live in this society and now we have the opportunity to collectively go oh this is really annoying me what do you do it's really annoying me too is it giving you anything no it's not giving me anything well why are we still maintaining that way that that frequency mm-hmm. and so i think there's a way of moving forward with technology and with a way of being together by freeing ourselves from all the little noises that just distract essentially all of us, you know? Like, Neptune, again, that's shadow side is attic, like, you know, so it's like, I want more, like, but on its sort of, from my understanding of its highest quality, like one of its qualities then is to transcend, to move into oneness, to experience ourselves in such a different way, like, so like like everything can be used for one or the other do you know like so we're going to grow in this air element of our technological advances and all there like so does it expand my consciousness or will it absorb it instead like or will it dumb it down in a sense like do you know like so to me it's like it all has a everything has a place and and we might go like you know if it doesn't give me anything, but it does. If I'm, if I, there's something it gives me, if I'm mm. doing it that way, like you know, and some of that can be beautiful. But then if I'm the person who can't put the phone down, or I have all notifications and everything, and then I can't figure my own thoughts out from everybody else's, or can't figure my own way forward because I'm looking at how everybody else is doing, and going, well, that's that's how they're all saying to do it, so <clears throat> I need to do it that way too. Excuse me. <clears throat> Versus being really clear on my own my own sort of clarity like I'm not being really clear on my own clarity but being clear on my own desires my own vision and the steps I feel may take me there because of everything we're chatting about is about you know the healing journey and align aligning to ourselves then we have to get clear on you know to trust that I can do it my way 
And then I kind of just didn't change it, but it doesn't work. But to trust if my inkling is, yeah, I, I don't want to do my business on Instagram. To trust that you don't need to do your business on Instagram, like, do you know, like, or to trust that if I need to disconnect from certain people who have thousands of followers, I can. Or if I want to shut down my accounts, I can. Do you know, like, but there's so much fear around sometimes pulling ourselves back out of those things. Like, will I be mm. disconnected? Not just from, you know, the internet in a sense, but disconnected from what's happening in the world. Like, but we all lived before it, like, and you can see a lot of people sort of hopping off things like, well, that's just a trend or not. I'm not too sure at the minute, but, you know, like us and hopping off and, you know, onto the newsletters, like, or finding different ways to create community, like, yeah, within that environment as well. Like, yeah, I think it's. It's also a question of creativity, mm. you know, how can I use something so it's serving me, yes. you know, how can I use the connectedness and how can I use certain platforms um, so I can grow, I can, I, you know, I feel my joy mm. um, and where do I become just this consumer of, of mass information, you know, patterns travel across time and space so i think collectively how we've been all brought up and for generations is very much in this consumerism you know beforehand it was the consumerism of of items um you know you need this this cream or this equipment or that and then your life gets better and we have shifted in in this technology age now to consumerism of of courses and information you know we're you know, you maybe grew up in, in in a time when you didn't have a certain brand, uh, top of a certain brand, you were not part of it. And nowadays it's like, if you're not part of a certain ritual or a certain, you know, group, you're, you're, you're an outsider. And I think it's, it's interesting. I think like for me, it's always interesting to sit back and watch those patterns, how to travel across and go like, yeah, our consumerism is now consuming, like consuming information. And it's just this addiction to it. And 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 to me the the Saturnian quality that plays out this whole year yes Saturn Saturn is always known as you know having a bad rep and bringing in mm -hmm. the hard growth but Saturn is also mastery you know it's this idea how can I step into mastery of myself so I'm not addicted to as many things in my life and just noticing and swip it around it doesn't mean you know I think that relationship all in or all out is all out is just just as undigested as mm -hmm. all in in terms of certain certain platforms it might be a starting point and where we we, we need to get going but the question is, how can I master my that which I'm, you know, just a, attached to or addicted to? What do I feel? It's like what you said, what is giving me? But then how can I switch it around so it actually fuels my creativity, my joy, my exposure, my true learning, you know? And I think there there is something in that piece that we're collectively, you know, asked to learn. Like, how can we use this technology in a way that helps us to expand as humanity um, and not just mm. certain people, you know, like there is this uh, same with the 1% in the financial sense as like who is really gaining from your addiction to something in terms of algorithm without going too much into mm. that and what's just watching how we collectively go across these different platforms as there's a new platform coming in, but you can see the same sort of group building and the need to be part of a group and the the fear of missing out on something it just sort of 
it travels across all of those aisles and whilst nothing inherently is good or bad there's always the questions how can i how can i switch from being a slave to it into using it as a beautiful tool where where i have sort of some sort of self-mastery and i go like yeah hell yeah i distill everything i need from that and it's really fueling my life you're making it work for you yeah no well i can using it you're using it consciously yeah no like so you understand why you're using it how you're using it and for what purpose like and you understand what it's given you then in return for that there like so it's sort of connecting to the i can use it to escape which is fine too because we need those at certain times we can switch on our netflix we can switch on whatever go for our food or whatever it is and we and we constantly choose i am jumping out of here for a little while to dive into netflix or we can choose to interact with it for a purpose like uh, well, like because if Neptune is for our, our transcendence, for our higher growth, to dream, to bring things in, I need space to do that there. Like, and I might not do that if there's three thousand voices screaming at me at the same time. Like, or if I'm like overwhelmed with everything that's coming into my system, whether it's the traffic outside, whether it's my environment, whether it's sitting in a room with my whole family, like sort of thing, you know, or my work environment. So I need to find those little places that we mentioned earlier where we can soothe ourselves, come back to ourselves, And then from that space going, okay, you know, will this nourish me? Maybe it is, is this the next aligned step for me? Do I feel excited by it? Do I feel, you know, like I will gain something from this here? And sometimes we just do it to experience it, just to sort of see it and see how it feels. You know, like, but an understanding and so we're stepping into anything that we're choosing even to do for ourselves or to create that we sort of have a deeper understanding of why we're doing it like so we're not like that's just where I'm at consciously consciously myself is being so aware of wherever I place my feet I want to know where I'm placing them like at the minute because I'm like I am not putting the blindfold back on you know so it's like go understand enough if I choose to do this here what do I hope even though I might not know what it might bring me but you know, does it nourish me? Does it feed me? Do I feel excited by it? Do I feel it will expand me? Do I feel inviting growth? Do I feel like it's aligned with my vision or my life stream, even if I don't have a clue what that is? Because I'll know by how I feel like. Mm. That's just such a beautiful segue into sort of these qualities of nourishment and healing um, that, that, that are coming up. So, um, Ceres and Chiron also going into a conjunction so they also are right beside each other in the skies as such in the same sign bringing in similar energies from a different level and um, they go they go exact on the 13th so it's it's like next week but I I feel like it's it's important to speak about that maybe now so as you're mm-hmm. listening to that you start to you know see those patterns in in your life popping up and you can then go into a more conscious conversation with it but series very much that quality of you said it earlier Rosine, like nourishment how do I nurture myself you know by nurturing also how can I nurture myself so I can bring back into me and integrate all those abandoned places and parts of me that I've left behind for various reasons and so these invitations keep coming up but there is there is a quality of of an invitation to uh, to what is it now that wants to come back to you you know and how can you hold a nourishing place so that part can feel welcome and feel Mm -hmm. safe to be part of us again Mm -hmm. so it's like tendon tending to the little retrieving parts 
because if we're coming if we're sort of in a sense I see it as like you know we're becoming but we're going back to what we were originally but we're becoming that there then that's going to require me bringing back parts of myself like and that can that can be it's beautiful but it's challenging because there's there are often parts of feel some of them feel known and we're delighted to have them like in soul retrieval work, some of them will feel really known, like, and you're like, yeah, oh, I can't wait. I, re- I know I really need that aspect back of me, like, and then other ones that decide to come back, you're like, oh, oh, oh can I, like, I thought it was going to be shopping and I could just choose this one <laughs> and a different energy, you know, power in a sense, like it's all power coming back to the body, like, you know, to improve our life force so that we can become more aligned with who we are. So some of that can be there can be apprehension in that too, like because there are parts that we don't know how to be it. We don't know how to tend it. We maybe don't know, and we're kind of can be apprehensive about, well, if I'm bringing back parts of myself, that will more than likely invite a shift, a change in some way or form. Like, and sort of when we're bringing back the energies, some of them we choose and some of them we don't get to choose, they choose to come back. Like, so it's it's like really to me it's like really settling into the self and asking those parts that we feel we want to bring up within ourselves we don't need soul retrieval we know ourselves but really taking the space to ask them what they need and then can I really tend to that there yeah and a lot of people don't know what nourishes them like do you know like I think just when you were speaking about this bring these parts back there's a sense of vulnerability that Mm when those parts slot back into us they're they're not quite ready for the the raw and heavy life of out there so these energies that we talked about earlier on daydreaming and like giving ourselves time and permission to you know not just be productive but just be us Mm -hmm. i think are just these beautiful places where as a reintegration work so these parts coming in where they get to be where we're not under threat so you know if your life is constantly on fire in all aspects and you you know uh, and you're in literally fight or flight those parts they're just new they're like I don't really want to be here at all you know I like I don't I don't I'm not here yet Mm. enough to for you to lean that much onto me and to take that big input that's coming from everywhere so do we have parts of that in the day or in the week where we that are like rituals that are that are safe places where where I can try and try on those parts how do they fit and get familiar with them it's like to me it's like anything that brings this new energy and this vulnerability is like when you when we start to learn to sing after you know not wanting your voice to be heard forever and imagine like having to be on the big stage right away that's just um, traumatic and, and 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 exhausting but maybe you can start to sing you know in the car or having the window down or out in the forest when you're all by yourself it's these these small steps where where you're we have safe zones so I think so much around this time as well with with Chiron, something is surfacing to be to be healed. And so how can I hold a nurturing place that something can surface and reintegrate in a way um, where it feels safe for me to be vulnerable? Yeah, yeah. Comes back to that word you said, like vulnerable. Not really because we're allowing ourselves to meet those little parts of us, like. And I think it's so like it is like it is having a space 
or a little pocket to be curious with them. You know, just like as if a little cat came, you know, people with little cats and dogs walk past and they're like, oh, hi, you're like, how are you? What are you up to today? Where are you going? You know, like if you, if you chat to animals like I do, but you know, you're curious about it. So it's the same when we're working with maybe energies or parts of ourselves we're bringing back. If we can hold the curiosity and, and sometimes hold nearly the two sides that the adult part of us will be like, like, seriously, how can, you know, singing get me forward in my work? You know, mm. how's singing going to improve my relationship? How, you know, this is so stupid. Like it's singing. It's not productive. You know, like give me the 10 step plan soul now. You know, so it's to understand that sometimes depending on what energy we're working with that the mind might have different things that wants to do with it but to trust the heart and the body in a sense to get to know those energies like that way to play with them through the heart through the body meet the mind where it is either accepting of it perfect or where it's a little bit apprehensive of going oh who have you brought into the house and creativity oh sweet divine I am useless at that I was told I was crap at that I'm no good at that there you know, like that's for when you have extra time. I don't have extra time. But it's mm. to know it's like fuel for the rest of our, our lives, other parts of our life. Like, And it doesn't mean we have to become an artist or leave our job. But it means we bring little parts of it even into how we do do our work, possibly. How I set up my computer, how I sit down at my table, whatever it might be. Yeah, I think that vulnerability piece is, is so important if we think pre-COVID, you know, how we lived our lives just can come back to this opportunity of, of reimagining our life, mm -hmm. you know, individually and all collective together. How accepted was it to, to be vulnerable, you know, in a job or even with friends or people around us, you know, like how many of us have put on an armor and, you know, pretended like, and even convinced ourselves we've got this, got this under control. Mm -hmm. And as a result, if you don't allow vulnerability into your life, we, we probably don't start anything new you know we just start new things that are already aligned with the things we know we're reasonably okay at and so there is something about reintegrating those parts of us that that we're so unfamiliar with and that vulnerability that we feel and if we can remember that and extend the kindness to others you know as we are now interacting mm -hmm. letting others be like really vulnerable in bringing something back so if somebody is bringing back their anger if somebody is bringing in their creativity that you know how am i am i putting a certain pressure on them that they have like gone sing something for me or you know what is it that you're doing or judging them in any way just can i give someone else the space to you know we're all like these energies they work through us we can consciously engage with them um but they work through us anyway so there is something surfacing for all of us you know there is something that we're invited in in each in our own ways to to be vulnerable in and to bring something new into it's not something new but parts of us that were abandoned into this forefront so can i remember my own vulnerability and allow that for for others as well to have and how would that look like if we go forward as a society when we get to go out into the busyness again when we get to 
reimagine how we do you know business and how we relate to one another how we do that social fabric you know what are my expectations of you know do I need that person to answer my email right away or if that person just needs more time to make a decision or digest something can I just like let that person figure out a way of finding their own strength in that and in the meantime it might not be always they might get back in two days and then they might get back in a week's time and like let them find their ways and not take everything so personal Mm. you know that they're disrespecting me for not getting back on time just giving people a little bit more space so each and every one of us can can reintegrate those parts because to me there's someone around this piece of when we live life sort of lukewarm that is a really dangerous place and lukewarm I consider that sort of life in the western world where there we go like there are people who are better off and there are people who are way worse off than us so I'm kind of sitting in that bathtub that's lukewarm it's not cold enough for me to really act something get out of it but it's also not so warm and exciting that I'm like oh yeah this mm. is great and so there's something in that lukewarmness where we all start to armor up and then it becomes this collective thing of just you know what just brace up um, and, and armor up and this is just suck it up that's just the way we do life right so on a Sunday oh I don't want to even think about Monday work I was like well we all have to do it we have it in our language and that leaves no room for that vulnerability and so I think we're in times where we get to reimagine and imagine bringing those parts in in terms of creativity and how exciting the fabric could be if if someone who never sang brings their voice into and I don't mean that in a literal sense I mean that actually metaphorically you know someone who never made art brings that into the creativity that we get to have in our offices into our families how we educate our children I think there's so much potential in that but first before we run we have to allow ourselves to crawl I think beautiful yeah. And on that little note, we will wrap up today's little gathering. Thank you very much, BB, for your time and your wisdom as always. And thank you to our listeners for joining us for another week. And anything that you feel is missing and you want to add, BB, before we say goodbye? Oh my God, I think we covered so much ground today. And I think that Sarah's current piece, like we touch more on that next week as it becomes more acute. Um, so yeah, just just really a reminder to everyone, just like really be generally kind to yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. And also at the same time, keep your eyes open for the little shifts, the little excitements that might come in into the most mundane of ways. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, everybody. And we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a lovely week. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Air School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB Dallin. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdallman.com and thethirstysoul.com. Thank you.